Oh man, you just wait. You just wait. Gas prices are going to be over $5 a gallon in two years. It's crazy. Inflation is just going to go through the roof. Man, things are just going to be really, really bad. Yeah, when Donald Trump was president, I was so worried that he was going to take us to war. Welcome to the Sanguine Podcast. I am Tom Baldwin. And uh, yeah, we're today we're, we are going to talk about something that I've hit before, but I think it's so important in this season. Well, it's important in every season, but no matter where you're at on the political uh, spectrum, whether you're on the far right, middle right, or just right, or you're on the left, middle left, or far left, this is going to be appropriate to you as a person of faith. And even if you're not a person of faith and you're just a seeker, you are going to find this podcast super helpful. But just first, let me tell you how much I appreciate this worldwide community of Sanguine. You guys are awesome. I know every day that you're out there making a difference, and I just say, I love it, and uh, I'm with you. Let's go out there, and let's make the biggest difference. And I'm just going to hit this for a few seconds because this is my passion, and this is my belief. My hope is not in politicians. My hope is not in government. First off, my hope is in God. But second, it's in you. You are the difference makers, and you are the ones that have been put here to make a difference. And no matter where you're at on your faith walk, I'm just going to tell you, God loves you, and God hundred percent believes in you. And so, Hey, you can find me at, uh, sanguinefaith.com. That's where my podcast um, player is, but you can find me on any major platforms and that's the way most of us listen. And so, um, that's wonderful. And, uh, yeah, I got some stuff there. If you want to get it, this hat is on there that I got you had, and, uh, it's pretty much for my yup podcast, but it's applicable to any podcast because uh, I want to be here for you. And I want, in this podcast in particular, I want to inspire you in your faith walk to go deeper, to search things out, and just live a transformational life so you can transform others. So anyway, so much with that. When I when I started out, and I have, I mean, this is, a, oh, how do I, this is confession time for Tom. At the beginning of the new year, and yes, the political stuff didn't go the way I wanted. If it went the way you wanted, congratulations. It's like, enjoy the win and enjoy the victory, and there's no hard feelings from me. And uh, yeah, you know, from our party side, yeah, we're sad. But really, my faith is in you, and so if you are on the other side of the aisle from me, I love you, I appreciate you, and I'm so grateful for you. But as the new year turned, I found myself— and I'm pretty careful, but I found myself saying some really negative things and uh, around other people that were similar. And they're just, you know, we, we are kind of uh, fearful, which is not a Christian virtue, right? But yes, I did succumb to that. And yes, I am very human as you are human. So we do succumb to those things. Fearful and fear leads to all kinds of wonderfully awful things, right? Fear leads to panic, anxiety, stress, and uh, then it comes out of our mouth. And we espouse things like, yeah, the future, and we are saying what the future is going to like. And if you've listened to me before, you know where I'm going with this podcast. But I found myself in that position where I'm just like, wow, I'm just like, and uh, finding myself agreeing with things that are negative that people were saying about the future and found myself yeah, saying those negative things myself. So, um, yeah, that is what this podcast is about. As a Christian, and you guys know this, and uh, 
Yeah, I use that word again as a Christian because I said I hate that word. As a believer, as a follower of Jesus, we have an incredibly high calling. We just go through the scriptures, but Jesus tells us multiple times. He's like, do not be fearful. He says, I will never leave you and forsake you. And so in this season, as believers, as followers of Jesus, we have to begin And if we forgot, that's like me, I have done this before, and many of you may be surprised, but fear is something that I have dealt with a lot in my life. And so in this new season, with these new changes, with COVID, and uh, yes, I had COVID-19, and uh, I tell you, the worst part about COVID-19 wasn't COVID-19. Yeah, you feel... It's, it's not it's not any fun, but it's not the sickest I've ever been. So I'll just, I'll just relay that to you. And if you want to uh, possibly have some uh, techniques, if you're going through it, you can listen to my Yep podcast and the CV19 train. There's some things on there um, that may be helpful as you're going through this. But the isolation just devastated me. And I got really down in the dumps and I just dove way deep into social media and uh, I was bored and I was posting a lot of stuff. And yes, I tend to be a spoon. And so I was stirring things up a bit. And what began to happen is I became overwhelmed and I got really depressed. And when you're depressed, you start speaking a lot of negative words and you start having very negative attitudes because the words, and as the Bible says, those ancient scriptural truths that you know, out of the abundance of your heart does your mouth speak. And so I was filling those internal places in myself with just skepticism, doom and gloom. And so what has started coming out of my mouth? Doom and gloom. And it didn't help in my healing. And when I had to actually, when I, when I was just like, I don't want to stay here anymore, I had to get back into the scriptures. I had to let the truth, and this is totally where we're going today, and you've probably gathered that, the truth of the word penetrate me. And so there's two points that I want to talk about today. The words that we speak and then the word of God that we need to receive in us as healing is so critically important. And so, hey, let me just, I have a couple pieces of paper here where I have some scriptures printed out, but uh, we're just going to start here. And uh, Tom's big fingers can't separate these pieces of papers. But the first one is in 1 Peter 4.11, yes, I'm giving you the scripture reference. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. Wow. The very words of God. And so that opens up a huge question. What are the very words of God? What are the words that God speaks? And let's just think about it for a minute. Would God speak the things that I started out this podcast with? And Probably some of those were the words that I've spoken with and agreed with. Let me just ask you and think about that. Would God speak those words? Yeah, I kind of don't think so either. Um, here's some other scriptures as as we get into this. Um, too much talk leads to sin. Be sensible and keep your mouth shut. Sometimes we love to talk and talk about political things. But does it really benefit? How far does it get? Does it make you feel encouraged when you leave? Does it make you feel lighter when you leave? Now, sometimes there is some value, but uh, I I don't know. The new, uh, in uh, I think this is Proverbs 6.2. This is Proverbs 6.2. You have been trapped by what you said. You are ensnared by the words of your mouth. Wow, that is an ouchy scripture there. I'll tell you what, that is... How does that happen? Could it be? Let's just postulate. Now, nah, we'll, we'll do that later. And uh, uh, let's go to Ephesians 4.29. Do not use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good 
and helpful so that your words will be encouragement to those that hear. Let's go back. Let's see. Does it say let most of what you say? No, it says let everything you say. Oh, wow. That's an ouchy one too. Everything you say, good and helpful. Do not use foul and abusive language. Uh, Yeah, right? So my point is here is that in the very beginning, when God created the heavens and earth, what did he use? He used words. That is how things are spoken into creation. That is how reality begins to happen. So when God went back, he created the reality that we live in right now through words. And so when God created us, what did he say? I'm going to create man in my image. And then let's jump forward to the New Testament. There's multiple scriptures that says, be holy as I am holy. So God wants us to be holy as he is holy. In Ephesians, it talks about being imitators of Christ. We are supposed to follow God's pattern. We are created in his image. So is it too far fetched? And I absolutely don't think it's not because I think the scriptures back me up pretty solidly on this, that the words that we speak are things that begin to set reality in motion. So as I speak words like, oh, do you just wait? Gas prices are going to be $5 a gallon. You just wait. They're going to come round us up. You just wait. They're going to come door to door and have vaccines. I can tell you, I'm pretty sure. Hey, let's check with God here. Would you say that? I'm pretty sure he said no. You guys are like, that is outrageous. I know, isn't it outrageous? (laughs) It's good to be a little outrageous occasionally, right? Yeah, those are not, according to the scriptures, those are not the words that God would say. Now, can I just tell you, I'm not totally oblivious to what's going on. Those things may still come to pass, but I am not going to have any partnership or responsibility or any culpability with that future scenario because I am speaking other words. And as the new year turned, and yes, I was a little fearful and dealing with that fearfulness, I went back to a really hard political time in my life and where the economy really dropped. Yeah, the housing crash. And I went back and I began to speak the words of faith that came from that season. God saw us through that season. God performed so many miracles. God had so many people intervene into our lives that I just, I can't even tell you how powerful that was. So I went back to that season and I built on that season. I fed that into my heart because out of the abundance of the mouth or out of the abundance of the heart does the mouth speak. And so I knew as I needed to speak different words that I had to fill my heart up with different stuff. So I went back to different seasons in my life and I also went to the scriptures. And you guys, if you're not readers, I I do love to read, but I'm often busy. And so I do audio books. So in the morning when I'm having my morning coffee, sitting on the sofa, I listen to audio scriptures. And so it's just some guy with a really cool voice reading the scriptures with some really wonderful background music and began to fill myself up with that. And as that happened, I can now speak words of the future that is like, I'm speaking that God is going to prosper me through this season. We are going to make it through the season. Okay. You're just like, well, Tom, make it sound very hopeful, but hey, where I was, 
That is hugely hopeful. And so I'm also a person that I leverage things. If I can only start at 10%, that's where I'm going to start. I'm eventually going to get to 15, 20, 50%, 100% belief as I say these things. And my words are going to begin to become even more faith-filled and even more hopeful of the future. But that is what God is about. He's always looking to the future. And when we sinned, he was looking to the future. He's always looking to the future and he's always hopeful of the future. And so the words that God speaks are very hopeful. And uh, even when God's words are corrective, they are hopeful and desiring of a transformation. Okay. Not all words have to be stuff and fluff. And I actually encourage you not to make them stuff and fluff because the reality of goodness is that it often comes through trials and tribulations, but the trials and tribulations as it promises in James will make us perfect. And so the trials possibly of $5 gas are going to show us the generosity and the provision of our God. And so maybe if you really do believe that there are going to be $5 a gallon gasoline prices, then you're going to speak some words like this, man, I can't wait for those $5 a gallon gas prices because I want, I'm so anxious to see how God provides in that season. That's quite a twist, right? That's really good. And that's where my mindset is going. As the trials come, we, we can begin to say, Wow, God, I'm so looking forward because I, I, I want to see how you come through in that. And that is where my words, and that's what I'm filling my heart with, is scriptures and stories from my life, but also stories from the scriptures and stories from other people where God, there were trials, and he just came through. He just provided wonderfully. And so I firmly believe, and I've been hugely chastised, and I'm just going to say <laughs> I know from speaking to a lot of believers, a lot of Jesus followers, that there are a lot of us struggling with words right now, hugely, and our outlook and our perspective, because, uh, and one of the other things, and this is just a side note, but I'm just going to go here really quickly that I've been convicted of watching way too much news, spending way too much time on social media, getting way down in the dumps, and as a believer, do I believe that prayer changes things? Okay, if I really did, I probably would have spent all those hours praying. And so what have I changed? Oh yeah, man, I just, I clicked most of those social media off. I mean, I post these podcasts and uh, different things on social media, still, but I still do that. But other than that, from four or five hours a day sometimes, click, turn that off. And some of you have already done that. And uh, man, you should have beat me up in the head alongside the head to do that sooner. I'm just kidding, but kudos to you to be insensitive of the Holy Spirit and protecting yourself by, uh, yeah, cutting that, let's just call it what it is, crap off. It has no value, no substance, and I have been dedicating more and more time to prayer because really, as a believer and follower of Jesus, I do believe that that's what makes the difference as we're like listening to social media and listening to all these conspiracy podcasts. And there's a fair bit of them out there. And I, I could fall into that trap all day long trying to put the pieces together. And maybe it does have some value. But would the time be spent better fasting and praying and listening and using discernment and say, Holy Spirit, what is my place right now? What should I be doing? Where is my place of impact? How should I be addressing these things? Because I want to make a difference. 
but then we fill ourselves. I'm guilty of this case. So there, there is no finger pointing that doesn't point back at me of just filling ourselves with too much stuff and relying on news and uh, podcasts for our sustenance. No, our sustenance should be in prayer and communion and devotion with our God. And so that may totally look different from each of us. Yeah, I like listening to the audio Bible. I like having coffee. And that is my time with God. And I often take breaks in the middle of the day if I happen to be home. And yes, in this COVID-19 season, I am home more than I have been. And so even in the middle of the day, I'll just go down to the couch and maybe make uh, some tea or something like that or some coffee and just put the audiobook in again. And sometimes I'll just go in my room where it's quiet and I have a chair by the bed and I'll just close my eyes and I'll listen. Such a valuable thing. Because do you know that the word of God do still come. It's not just in the Bible. That is the word of God. That is the story of God and his people. And that is the word of God. But God still has a living and active voice. And so one of the things that I've done, I have created a place in my mind's eye that is a place when you close your eyes, what you see. And I'll probably go further in a podcast about this because this is really important. And I was inspired by uh, a pastor, Pastor Russ at Connect Church uh, this weekend. I know I did go to an organized church, but it it has some people that I really like that are the church. And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty good. FYI, the announcements there are always way too long. And so if someone's listening there, cut the announcements. We, we don't need all that. We need worship. We need worship and we need worship. And sometimes we need teaching, but we need worship. <laughs> some of you may disagree with that, but you know me, get in there, learn for yourself. Quit being a baby and a pansy beep, right? <laughs> All right, back to my chair and back to that quiet time. As I sit there, I listen to God. I listen to see what he has to say. And most often he speaks. And sometimes they're just words of affirmation. It's like, Tom, man, you're doing a good job. I really love you. Sometimes it's like when I'm looking for direction and stuff, it it is direction and he gives me direction. But I think those times of listening to God's voice, listening to God's words, and so often he speaks to us about us because he loves us and he wants to encourage us. And so when you're in those times, and if you're a newbie to those times, let me just give you a couple of hints. If you sit down and you start listening and there's voices of condemnation, guilt, and shame, those are not God. Those probably more than likely are you. Sometimes it's the enemy, but I'm just convinced more and more that the enemy doesn't have to do anything. When we have those alone times and quiet times, we just beat ourselves to death. And so if you sit down and you have that, just tell yourself, hey, shut up. I want to hear what God has to say. And uh, he will meet you. Sometimes you have to beat back that voice of lot, a lot. So we very much do need those words of God. They are so important to us. They are life and they are direction. And the more you do that, the more clarity and the more understanding that you're going to get. And it's super important. So I encourage you, be in the word and listen and spend time alone and receive the words of God. Because Jesus said that man does not live by bread alone but the very words of God. And so we need that. Jesus said that. And so if you happen to be a person that's on the fence, I'm so glad you're listening. You are awesome. And uh, I just want to tell you that 
you can have that experience with God and just ask him, hey, God, will you, will you just give me that taste? And it's going to be the first step of your walk of faith as you begin to experience the wonder and the intrigue of Jesus. So as we finish up, we're just going to do a summary. The words that you speak are so important, and they are incredibly important for laying out your future. And as we collectively speak words that are faith-filled, and they are life-giving, and they are uplifting, we are going to see our future, even if it's dark in the world, we are going to be able to have passage and make it through in a wonderfully and incredible matter. And don't you want that versus being right about your words? See, I told you gas prices were going to be that way. And uh, if you want to know more about words, I have done previous podcasts, so go back and find those podcasts. But this plays into every role of our life. This plays into your health. This plays into your kids. This plays into your family. I'm going to just stretch a little bit. This plays out to your car. This plays out to things breaking. This plays out. You have to drop Murphy's Law. And as you drop Murphy's Law and you speak faith-filled words, you're going to see a lot of things change. Are your, all your problems going to go away? No, because we need trials to make us perfect, according to James. And so I just hit kind of in the political realm, but it goes so much farther and it's so applicable. So I'm going to just pray for you right now. And this is a powerful prayer. And I just want you to agree with me because it's going to transform your life if you pray this. Holy Spirit, Jesus, Father, will you just show me my words and reveal to me the words that I'm speaking. And so I can address and change those words. My friends, I prayed that prayer probably 15, 20 years ago. And I'll just tell you that after that prayer, I was just shocked at what came out of my mouth. I had no idea the things that I pronounced on my family, my kids, and myself. And if you go back and listen to my other podcast, you'll hear a story of me rebuking somebody. Just, just rebuke is a strong word, but disagreeing with them. And when they said, hey, just wait till those cute little kids are teenagers. And I said to them, no, they're going to be wonderful. Fast forward to the future. Okay. It wasn't just those words. It was a lot of other words and a lot of actions, but my kids are wonderful. Don't agree with stuff. Okay, I, I keep going on and on. I'm just going to give you one more tip. When people speak words and you don't like them, you can either reject them, deflect them, or receive them. Really powerful. So, hey, my friends, may the Holy Spirit just bless your socks off this week and just give you dreams and vision and revelation and just have a fantastic week. I so appreciate you. There's finally that music. Hey, guys. Yeah, I do love you. Have a fantastic week. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.